you know, it's just fascinating trying to keep up with retail and the, and the movement. And it really looks to me like the renaissance that's going on in retail right now is in what we used to call strip centers or open air centers or whatever. But they're they're attracting all the traffic right now. I saw the shops at Park Lane picked up the American Girl. This is the standalone that was over in Galleria forever. And they're moving over to the shops at, shops at Park Lane. Uh, shops at Park Lane is is run by and owned by, and a lot of other places around here, Hillside Village and others, by Ward Camp, who's president of retail at uh, Northwood Retail. And he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thank you, David. Thanks. So there used to be a formula. So, so you put a Piggly Wiggly in the middle, and you put a, yeah. a pharmacy on one end, and, and you put a bunch of dry cleaners and barbers and stuff like that in between, and, and that's your strip center. That's, that's not what's going on now. Yeah, I think open air overall in the country, you know, was this was happening. You know, look, if you think about 2000, you know, you had the rise of e-commerce and then it, you know, it grew and it grew and it grew. And and you look at the correlation of e-commerce and department store sales and it just the lines go like this. You know, e-commerce goes up, department stores went down. And, you know, I think a lot of what the mall was built on suburban America, the you know, for 35, 40 years, it was the best asset class of in real estate period. The mall was until about 2010 or 11. And, you know, everything started moving with online, you know, and people also with a specialty grocer, people started to say, hey, the traffic is at grocery anchored centers, you know, and then I think in the bigger cities, what people see is just tighter concentric circles, you know, the time if you can buy it online, you know, time is a commodity, you know, is not a commodity. Time is really important. And so I think people, you know, have realized in big cities like Dallas, there's going to be four or five points of distribution with kind of the epicenter being North Park. And I would say, you know, North Park arguably is one of the top five centers sure. in the U.S. And then you put Highland Park Village three miles away together and you have, you know, probably the most powerful dynamic in the U S and then lastly, I would just say Dallas has a tailwind like no other city in the U S. I mean, we're very, very blessed. So I think, I think what you're observing is correct is that, you know, people want to be close and, and there's a pattern they call it in her path or on her path. Meaning she goes to the grocery store, she may play tennis, she may do yoga, you know, she may go grab lunch. That's kind of the winning formula for retail right now. Well, in simplicity, I mean, one of the things about yeah. going to an open air is you can park right in the front of the place you want to go to, ideally, yep. or close to right, right in front of the place you want to go to, rather than, you know, wander through a mall. And the same thing, the other the other end all was going to be the super center. They're still very popular, where you can right. get, you know, hardware, you can get frozen dinners, you can get, there's a bakery, and garden supplies, everything else, all under one roof. But again, it's the same kind of thing. It's you're 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 making a major commitment in time to go to go buy, right. you know, a bag of peat moss. Right. I think people, you know, like they want to do it, you know, they like I said, they want to grab a cup of coffee. You know, and 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 what you know what is having an effect, I do think is work from home is still, you know, in a lot of cities, Mondays yeah. and Fridays, you know, Dallas, a little different animal where we have people going back to the office. But a lot of the big cities, you know, Wednesday's the busiest day. 
it's kind of been established. Um, you know, you look in any city, yeah, we saw yeah. a, lot, a year ago last fall, it was a Wednesday, and like every city we're in, we're like, if it's a Wednesday, there's traffic. And if it's a Friday, a lot lighter, even in Dallas. So I think that the work from home thing is still sorting out. It looks like it's going to be three, two, four, one. And so that is kind of playing out why open air, why suburban shopping's really come alive. Well, and, and it sort of falls back into the work, live, play thing. You may not exactly yeah. be able to walk to the open air center, but, but close enough to it. So that's one side that's fine. But the other side is retail has just been ailing. And there's so many conspicuous you know, absences in the in the retail market out there. Are you finding new ones to, to come along and pick up the space? In fact, I noticed you had a Tuesday morning in Hillside Village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, look, I think, you know, your weak guys have been weak for a while. You know, Bed Bath was weak for years, you know, and some of that just needs to disappear. Tuesday morning had been weak. You know, we've seen, you know, people go through two and three bankruptcies. Yeah. It's just the nature of retail, you know, and I mean, this is, you know, for the younger audience, they probably don't even know, you know, Montgomery Wards or never maybe really went into a service merchandise or Sears. But we've seen this, you know, over the years. And I think one thing about retail, I do think, you know, a lot of people want to be able to go direct to the consumer. And that's what you're seeing a lot of, you know, whether whether it's a hillside where we're putting Sephora, you know, they just want to get close to the customer. And then I think Park Lane, back to your comment about American Girl coming from the gallery park lane success has a lot to do with a its location and then just the success of north park north park is you know you talk to people from all over the country and they'll say it's an anomaly that south coast plaza i mean it, it is that in holland park village we have two phenomenal owners you know each local in nature and i think it's it's good for dallas because yeah, yeah. it it makes everything kind of tick you know the, the 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 Park Lane is intriguing, and it's and you made it very successful. But I don't know that you would build the shops at Park Lane like that today, would you? I mean, if you drive by it, it's just not inviting. It's got these big parking lots all around it. Nobody knows what's what goes on in there. Yeah, I think you know. I think the mixed use piece of it. You know, if we didn't have Whole Foods and we didn't have multifamily, you obviously have an office. You know, we took something that had been built. There was distress around it. And I think, you know, we did put, you know, what we call the park in Park Lane, like a physical park. Right. And place made it. You know, we wouldn't build it the same way today. We wouldn't build the depths. You know, we'd probably do it a little bit differently. But it's it's phenomenal real estate. And North Park has been, listen, it's it's great for the whole city because people always think it's just locals, but Having grown up in Oklahoma City, we used to come in school shop, you know, back to school, people from Arkansas, Louisiana. I mean, people don't realize what a driver Highland Park Village and North Park are to not only to Dallas, to the whole city, to DFW, yeah, and then you take it out further. So yeah, It gets them in the tent. So, so we've been talking about uh, our backyard, which is a pretty phenomenal backyard, but you guys operate yep. in California. In fact, you're in California today. Uh, Colorado and, and and I know in Nashville and and North Carolina, same kind of trends every place or is it different? Yeah, I, you know, listen, Austin and Nashville have been just explosive. You know, I mean, just explosive. I would tell you that Austin is still up, uh, but trending. You know, it's it's. I mean, 
you know, from 2014 till really last year, it, you know, it was a one, yeah. it was just straight up and nothing goes straight up. We know that everything, you know, needs to level out. And I think, you know, Nashville still, you know, the growth, um, both cities have two trends. I would say internationally, you know, Nashville's adding what, Air France or they fly there now. They've got directs going to China in three or four years. The airport's set up for that. Um, and in Nash or in Austin, you kind of have the same dynamic where Austin may be one of the most significant cities in the U.S. right now. People want to be there, especially the young. They want to live there. Um, North Carolina, Charlotte, and the Triangle are the same way. I would say south of L.A., Orange County, San Diego are very strong. You, know, you get into L.A., moderate. You get up towards San Francisco. It's more in the valley where I think it's it's held pretty well. And I think there's a couple ingredients, David, for that. Is It's what Nashville uses and what they call clean and safe. And they just they really focus on trying to keep the city safe and keep it clean. And if you've ever been there on a weekend or like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the amount of people going through both there in Austin, even Dallas with all the things we have going yeah. on, that that's the goal of these cities is if you can keep those fundamentals, it brings confidence. People want to spend, they want to go out to eat, et cetera. You know, and, and talk about the health of the system, because this was the buzz that everybody was talking about after Silicon Valley Bank bit the dust. And there were others. And they said, oh, just wait. You haven't seen anything yet. The commercial yeah. real estate collapse with these high interest rates and all these, you know, investors who were stretched out. Uh, wait, wait till, you know, you start seeing the, the upward adjustment in interest rates. There are going to be a lot of casualties. Are there, there going to be a lot of casualties? Are there going to be some uh, deals uh, out there? Yeah, I think I think we're. I mean, the the tightening over the last, you know, the tenures of what fifty basis points in a thirty days. You know, it's yeah. the move's significant, and so the moves in the in interest rates have been shockingly significant. And I think the full effects are starting to, whether it's housing for the first time. You know, you got to remember we started off January like a rocket. I think we may have peaked in July. You know, you had. Taylor Swift this summer, you had Beyonce, you had Barbinator, you know, you just had like, I even looked at TSA and the number one travel days was June 30th out of DFW and July 30th. They had the top 10 travel days. So it just feels like everything was compressed. It kicks into, a lot of money into the economy, doesn't it? Into July. And then in August, it started to dissipate. Now you've got higher rates, higher gas. And if you kind of walk back a little bit, I would say, you know, think about Christmas of 2021 or the fall of 2021. Everyone was like, it's not going to be there. I remember being here in L.A., being in a store and a lady saying, you don't buy that sweater. It'll be gone. And I left. And the next day I called and said, hey, will you mail it to me? I really wanted it. But they, remember that? Like everyone was like yeah. September, October, buy everything. There's gonna be nothing left for Christmas. And I think last year, you know, the market in October, you know, was down. I think we were losing a little bit of steam and inventories were out of balance because everybody was kind of going off at 21. And then I think this year started off so strong. The first half was where the strength was. And I think we may be moderating or decelerating. So we went from, you got to buy it now. It won't be there tomorrow. 
to like too much inventory trying to clear all that. And then this year, you know, kind of the first half of the year surprised everyone. And now we're into the latter part, higher gas, higher rates. You know, it's just about confidence. And I think people are, I do think it began with the banks, you know, like people forget that we had three really significant banks go down. And for us that grew up in Texas, Oklahoma, that saw that live, there's still some lingering effects out there. Yeah, well, and it should be. So it was a sobering event in the '80s when we lost all of our banks in the in, uh, in the state of Texas. A lot of a lot of gray hairs don't want to uh, want to see that happen again. It's fascinating business you're in, and boy, it's a great upswing right now. And it's it's fun to watch. Warren Camps, the president of Northwood Retail, we always enjoy our visits. Thank you very much for taking the time. Thank you. I appreciate Thanks, it. David. Thanks. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.